child of God in this season, you cannot be like never and be off. Your light has to shine. I can catch multiple services. Oh my God, that has been amazing. My virtual church experience has been uniquely different, engaging, and to a certain extent, exciting. It's been amazing having to fellowship online, virtually, over the past three months as a result of the COVID lockdown. It has been attention and concentration driven with less distraction. I'm very grateful that every Sunday I can still tune in and I can still hear fresh word of God coming in through the virtual church. We are in very interesting times. On one hand, there's so much negativity coming in from the news, coming in from social media, coming in from mainstream media. Even your friends, your colleagues will tell you things. And on the other hand, there are testimonies that testify to God's faithfulness in this season. Amazing part of it all is I live in the mainland and every Sunday I have to travel to the island for service. With the lockdown, I have had the opportunity of not having to wake up early on Sundays, which has been a plus and a blessing for me. Now I can wake up 7.30 or a few minutes to 8 because I'm a lover of the first service. I still have kept that tradition irrespective of the lockdown. I try to catch the first service at 8 a.m. So for me, I can wake up, say, 2 minutes to 8 and I am voila, in service without having to, you know, look forward to where I have to make up or decide what shoe to wear and, you know, trying to rush down to church. The messages have been strong and effectively delivered. just as fresh as it was when I was sitting four months ago in the auditorium listening to the pastor on the pulpit. The Word of God still doing what it's sent out to do. The Word of God is still fresh. I love it. I can get into the virtual church and I can be in the presence of God and I can hear God's thoughts, God's ideas about these times that we are in. I can hear His expectations. I can hear ideas, I can get perspective, I can understand, I can get clarity, I can get understanding and clarity on how to conduct myself as a child of God in this season. As a child of God in this season, you cannot be like never and be off. Your light has to shine. And one of the ways to keep your light shining is to keep tuning in and hearing the word of God. It is like refreshment. You need it. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And I'm happy that I can do that every Sunday. It has helped me. It has brought me a long way. You reign, you ancient science king. Kadosh, Kadosh. You are my... amazing thing for me, you know, has been the fact that I can actually go back to the services anytime I want, as often as I want during the week, which is a reminder of what has been spoken, you know, just to keep my spirit man up and running no matter the news that is flying in the season, I just switch on to YouTube and I can get a rerun of the services. For me, that has been the most, three most amazing things of having to fellowship online from home. I also want to say thank you to the media team for making it clear and audible for us to uh, enjoy in our homes. 
well done to everybody. More grace and thank you. God bless you. We encourage you this morning that no matter what it is you go through, never forget the promises of God on your life. Oh, oh. 
I wasn't sure what departments to join so I spoke to God about it and um, not so long afterwards I had the strong desire to intercede for people and um, that was how I joined the house of prayer. The house of prayer is the engine room of this present house and I would also say that we are a group of God lovers who desire to birth the mind of Christ concerning the house of freedom the body of Christ, our nation, and any other aspect that the Spirit of God um, leads us to in each season. When I joined the House of Prayer, I wasn't a prayer champion or anything like that, but I knew that I wanted to strengthen my relationship with God, as well as stand in the gap for others in a place of prayer. You know, um, Galatians 6 verse 2 encourages us to bear one another's burden and in so doing fulfill the law of Christ. Um, I would say that it's been um, an amazing journey so far, especially because through the years I have learned to rely on the Spirit of God to grow spiritually. I would definitely encourage others to join because there is definitely a reward you get when you intercede for other people. According to 2 Timothy 2 verse 6, um, you're regarded as the first partaker of the fruit of your labor. And I also find it amazing that even though while you're interceding, the focus is not necessarily on you, God looks inward and he begins to sort out whatever challenge or 
problem you're going through as individuals. And I also thank God for the encouraging testimonies that have been and is still being recorded in the House of Prayer. Hello TPH family, it's the first Sunday in the month of September and what joy it is to have you back with us for Church Online. As you can see, I am out here at the Dome where everything is almost set for our return to physical service. We can't wait to have you back and we'll tell you all about that much later. Right now, we want to hear from you. Join us on the live chat and tell us where you're watching from. Atlanta, Kaduna, anywhere at all. Also, if it's your first time, please indicate in the comment section. Just type the hashtag FirstTimer on the live chat and our eChurch team will be quick to reach out to you. Our TPH family is ever ready to show you a bit of hospitality. Please feel free to reach out to us via our online channels after the service. Now, before we head into service, Let's give you some time to spread the word that Thanksgiving is about to start. So make that quick call to your friend, share the link on your social media status. You can also create a watch party on Facebook. Just get the word out because it's going to be an amazing Thanksgiving service. Hope you have your dancing shoes on because it's time to head into the auditorium to join one music for all the dancing, the worship and the Thanksgiving. However, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. We thank you for bringing us to the beginning of a new month, September. We thank you for this new season that is upon us. Father, as we gather to worship, we pray that our worship will be acceptable to you in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you will send us all words, O oh Lord, and you will help us, that in everything we do, your name will be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father, 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Welcome to the month of September. Wow, it's the ninth month of the year already. Last month, God took us through a journey of walking in his power. And this month, he has already given us a reassurance that September will be the month of divine repositioning and restoration. That was drawn from Ezekiel's experience in the Valley of Dry Bones, Ezekiel 37. And God said to Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel began the journey of prophesying to the bones. And the Bible says as he declared those prophetic utterances, that bones came together to bones and flesh was added to it and they rose up as an exceeding great army. God is saying to us in this season that we are now accompanying a prophet. We're going to go out there to declare to dry situations and trust God in faith as we engage the word throughout the month that God will cause every dry situation around us to come alive, not just to come alive to a weak set, but to come alive into a great army. We will be having a series of engagements in the course of the month, and our recharge editions for the month of September, they're all going to be mind-blowing. We already had the first experience with the communion service with Mrs. R, and you had a foretaste of the month during the Wells of Revival with Pastor Peter. This Sunday, we're trusting God for an amazing Thanksgiving service with Michelle Hammond. She's bringing the word on repositioning in the place of Thanksgiving. Don't miss any of our meetings this month, as we hope that September will be a month where we will drive strong and draw deep from the wells of God. We trust that you will tell a friend and you will extend an invitation out to every one of your family out there that God is doing a great work amongst us. Every Sunday, every Wednesday is a fresh experience. Be part of what God is doing. And we are trusting God that by the time we have journeyed through September, you will sure testify that God has divinely repositioned you for good and that you are experiencing restoration all around you, your family, your business. God bless you as you engage. Now let's turn our attention to our announcements. First, this goes to parents. Please be reminded that we have specially curated online experiences for your kids and teenagers. The Junior Church Service premieres on our YouTube channel, TPH Media, at 9.30 a.m. today and will remain available online for the rest of the day. Parents, make sure to help your kids log on to the service and guide them through the lessons. Our Teenage Expression, The Underground, also meets at 9.30 live on their Instagram handle, at TUG Movement. The days and weeks ahead hold a lot in store for us at this present house. Let's begin with Recharge.
we continue to adjust to the present realities, we want you to know that your church family has got your back. So if you're planning on getting married soon, we have arranged premarital counseling classes for you. Our goal is to make sure that you're properly equipped for lasting success on your marital journey. To sign up, just send us an email to weddings at thispresenthouse.org or call 090-213-41676. Classes resume on Saturday, October the 3rd. The Dome Training Institute, DTI, will also resume in October. Classes will start on Sunday, October the 4th for the Empowerment and Commission streams, and on Sunday, October 11th for the Mandate classes. To register, please visit our website, thispresenthouse.org. announcements we have for now but as you also know there'll be more during the week so catch up on our online channels for regular updates right now we'll take you back into the auditorium where Pastor Nee is waiting to continue service see you all at the close of service thank you hello everyone great to see you join the service today is that time of the service where we bring our tithes, our offering, our seeds, and pledges to the Freedom Center and to other projects before God. You have the account numbers displayed on the screen, and if you encounter any challenges, you can actually reach out to the number being displayed on the screen. Remember, God has no need. Every time we have the opportunity to give to God, it's a privilege to be blessed. And the scripture says in Proverbs 3 verse 9, Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase. Then shall your bands be filled with plenty and your storehouse flow with abundance. It's time for us to give quality seeds to God. And as we give to God, we are opening up new channels of blessings and demonstrating our love and commitment to God. 
let us pray heavenly father we thank you for the privilege of bringing our seeds before you you have given them to us in the first place and we bring them in acknowledging that you are our source and our provider we ask that they be accepted in your sight in jesus name It's time to receive the word and uh, we have a long-term friend of the house, Michelle Hammond, that will be bringing the word to us this morning. Is that time you want to get your note, your pen and make sure you are writing down the instructions from God um, as the word comes to us. Open up your heart as you receive that word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for a time to receive your word. We ask that your word will do us good. Your word will come with light and we will be changed by your word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, my great TPH family. I am so happy that I get to share with you on this very special day, Thanksgiving Sunday. And truly, we have a lot to give thanks for. I've been in London for over six months now and the borders are finally open and I'm giving thanks because I get to go home on Monday. So hopefully I'll be able to see you soon. But you also are experiencing great changes and it made me think of this song, it's old, I hope I'm not aging myself. You know the song, give thanks with a grateful heart, give thanks to the Holy One give thanks because he's given jesus christ his son give thanks with a grateful heart give thanks to the holy one give thanks because he's given jesus christ his son and now let the weak say i am strong let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us give thanks you know it's a privilege to give thanks to god and i just want to talk with you a little bit because of all the changes that you're going through presently about repositioning with thanksgiving 
It's really key for us to understand and know that the progression of a winning team is knowing the time to pass the ball, pass the baton, like the men of Issachar, understanding the times and the seasons and the purpose of it. God says in Isaiah 43, 19, look at the new thing I'm going to do. It's already happening. Don't you see it? I will make a road in the desert. I will make rivers in the dry land. The message version says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. You know how we like to cling to things the way we know they are. We're not a, per a people that like to change and, and shift quickly, but transitions are necessary in our life. And so this translation says, don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. God's name is I am. And there is a presence about that, that he is in the moment, though he perceives the end from the beginning, he is present in the present moment. He doesn't allow the future or the past to distract him from what's happening in this moment. He says, I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert rivers in the badlands. Wild animals will even say thank you because I provided water in the desert, rivers through the sun-baked earth, drinking water for the people I chose, the people I made especially for myself, a people custom made to praise me. That's you, that's me. We were custom made to give thanks and praise to the Lord and he's given us water in the dry places, in our lives, in our spirits. When our heart is parched and we feel the thirst for more of him, he provides rivers of living water that will never run dry. The Passion Translation says, I'm doing something brand new, something unheard of and truly we are experiencing that. Even now, it will sprout and grow and mature so we can look forward to these new beginnings blossoming into something phenomenal in our lives. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. That's one of my favorite devotionals, streams in the desert. But that is what God provides for us when we go with the flow of where the Holy Spirit is taking us. I am so excited about what's happening at TPH, the transitioning of leadership, um, those stepping up, um, being Joshua's and Caleb's in this hour to take this generation into the promise and prepare for generations to come. That is the source of what kingdom building is all about versus personal empires. And so I'm just giving a shout out to Pastor Tony and Pastor Jude, who I know is up to the task to lead this generation into what God has promised to unfold as it does in the days to come. You know, God himself is the master of transition and handing off the baton. Father to son, yeah? Son to Holy Spirit, and then ultimately, all the glory will come back to him because all roads always lead back to God. But this is the strength of individual positioning resulting in corporate power. This is how the kingdom is built versus personal empires. The Trinity is one. They all reign in one kingdom that is overall because it's not fragmented or fractured. 
Oh, the body of Christ needs unity at this point. We need strong, brave men of God that know when to pass the baton for the ongoing generation to rise and step up and take their place. That takes wisdom. It takes vision. It takes foresight. And we see that even um, in COVID-19, in this time, uh, there are similarities between us, the people of God, and the trek of the Israelites. They also endured plagues. We call it a pandemic, but it's a plague. And the bad news is that it hasn't been the first plague and it won't be the last. But the good news is after they escaped the plagues, they experienced a transfer of wealth. And I believe that God has decided to take the church back for himself, do some reshuffling, some repositioning, renewal, revival, restoration, and with it comes a transfer of wealth. If we've been able to tap into his spirit and hear what the spirit is saying, receive the instructions, follow them. We cannot come out of this situation, this pandemic, empty-handed. There should be a shift of wealth. You should have experienced wealth throughout this time. Uh, we were not locked down. We were sojourning and marking time, as I like to call it. But God was downloading valuable things into us so that we could come out wealthier than before. Your relationships should be wealthier. You should have great ideas for business that will make you wealthier. Some people are getting wealthy right now. I mean, there are some people that have not suffered because they took advantage of the time. And I pray that you are in that number, but it's not too late to get in the flow of what the spirit is doing and experience that great transfer of wealth. They also got to see the sovereignty of God. They got to see all hindrances being defeated and removed from their pathway. And that was vital to give them the faith to move forward. When they saw God standing up for them, they knew that they could do it. And so they moved out. And then after wandering in the wilderness, there was a pivotal shift in leadership for the coming generation of those who would occupy the promise. And I believe that's what you're experiencing. I call it the rising of the remnant. It's a season when God allowed what could, would not be conducive to moving forward, to fall away, to be reshifted, to be reshuffled. And it takes insight to know when it's time for change. And it takes even greater courage to move forward with the change. And so I commend those who are now being shifted for greater things. I hope you know that's what you're being shifted for. Ushering in a new season, new leadership, and newness of thought. I just, I'm so excited about this time. You know, I, there was a key scripture that came up in my heart when I was asked to speak to you this Sunday, and it was Joshua 1-7. It's after Moses has gone to be with the Lord. Pastor Tony has not gone to be with the Lord, but he is taking a different position, and he's assigned Pastor Jude to step into the head uh, leadership position, which he is up to. He is Joshua in this hour. And so God spoke to Joshua, Pastor Jude, and he said to him, Moses is gone. Get going. Cross the Jordan River. You and all the people cross to the country I'm giving to the people of Israel. I'm giving you every square inch of land you set your foot on. Just as I promised Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon east to the great river, it's all yours. 
all your life, no one will be able to hold out against you. In the same way I was with Moses, I will be with you. I won't give up on you. I won't leave you. Strength, courage. You are going to lead this people to inherit the land that I promised to give their ancestors. Give it everything you have, heart and soul. Make sure you carry out the revelation that Moses commanded you, every bit of it. Don't get off track, either to the left or to the right, so as to make sure you get to where you're going. And don't for a minute let this book of Revelation be out of mind. Ponder and meditate on it day and night, making sure you practice everything written in it. Then you'll get where you're going. Then you'll succeed. Haven't I commanded you? Strength, courage, don't be timid. Don't get discouraged. God, your God, is with you every step you take. Now, you see, I believe that you've moved from marking time in the wilderness during this time of waiting out a pandemic to shifting into the position to move forward. Now, I want to break down what I just read to you because I think that it's critical. I think that it's important. There are five promises within this command to Joshua, and there were five instructions. The promises were, I'm giving you the land. It's been given to you. You already possess it. The Bible says, call those things that are not as though they were. And we ask when we don't have, but we declare when we have received. And so we have received. God has given you the land, and now you get to declare that you're going in to the promise. You're possessing for the kingdom's sake in greater measure. You're doing new things. You're scaling higher heights. You are going from glory to glory. The next promise he said is nobody is going to be able to hold out against you. And so no matter what opposition comes, what questions come, what doubts or fears might assault you during this time, nothing will be able to stand against you. The spirit of God himself will raise up a standard and see you through. So don't be doubtful. You know, I love the fact that uh, when God chose Joshua, he also chose Caleb's. And I know that you're surrounded with Caleb's, Pastor Jude. And he said that those that Caleb had a different spirit. And, you know, I've always prayed, God, give me a different spirit, the kind that God would admire. He said the, that Caleb had followed him wholeheartedly all the days of his life. And so these are the markers for great men who do great things and do great exploits because they know their God. He says, I will be with you was the third promise. You will not have to do this alone. And he says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally and upbraids not. He will be with you. And then he says, you are going to lead this people to inherit the land I promise. So it's his promise and he's commissioned you to lead them into the next phase of kingdom enlargement and dominion. He says, I'm with you every step. He's not going to drop the ball. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is with you. That's something to rejoice and give thanks for. But he gives seven instructions as well. He says, be strong and courageous. Let me repeat that. Be strong and courageous. Know that the joy of the Lord is your strength and the knowledge of who is with you, who is for you, 
who was dancing over you should give you courage. And then he says, give it everything you have. Hey, it's all in. Now is the time to passionately pursue the things that God has set your heart to, your hand to. Give it everything that you have, heart, soul, mind, and strength. He is with you. And as you pour yourself into your assignment, he will have your back. Make sure that you carry out Moses' instructions. I know that you've been mentored well and prepared for such a time as this. Follow those things that you have learned and God will add to it and take you from level to level. Don't get off track. Don't allow the distractions of life, the distractions of people, naysayers, those who would question this transition, those who might not be sure of the way forward. Don't get off track track. How do we stay on track? We stay on track by pondering God's word day and night. Day and night, night and day. The do's, the don'ts, the past revelations of his goodness and his promises to us. These are the things that build us up and make us fit for the journey. It's not just about what he says to do and what he says don't do, but it's about when we look into the word of God, we see his character we see revelations of his goodness. We see how he's brought people through um, in the midst of uh, frightening circumstances. And we also see his promises to us. And these are the things that build us up and keep us on track and keep us moving. And then he says to practice my word consistently. Practice my word consistently. You know, um, in a time like this, there are so many things that assault our mindset that can pull us off track, and even fears and doubts and uncertainties that arise in our own hearts. We must always cast down those imaginations that exalt themselves against what we know about God, the word of God. We practice the word and we align everything that comes our way against the light of the word. Is it true? Is it a praise? Is it a virtue? Is it of excellence? Is it praiseworthy? Is it pure? Is it authentic? Is it real? And as we examine anything that might assault our mind or come against us in the light of that, we'll be able to cast down the things that take us off track and get back where we're supposed to be and continue moving forward. Now he started off telling him to be strong and courageous. And he reminds him of that as his last statement. Again, be strong and courageous, not timid and not discouraged. Now, You've got to, it's got to be noted here that a shift in your heart condition precedes a physical reposition. Let me say that again. A shift in your heart condition precedes a physical reposition. Your body is going to follow your heart's focus. Gratitude and thanksgiving build and increase the faith that we need to move forward. Gratitude puts you in remembrance of what God has previously done giving you the faith to believe for what he's about to do and compelling you into the obedience that it takes to birth the promise. We've weathered the storm and we are coming out the better for it. I love Psalm 126. Um, I'm going to read two versions to you. The New Living Translation says, when the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. 
And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. God's going to give us an amazing testimony out of this season. It is going to be like a dream. Can you believe that one day we will look back on this time and say, wow, I can't believe that happened. But guess what? We made it through. And in that season, amazing revelations came that perpetuated and were the catalyst for where we stand today. The shift, the changes, the repositioning, the reassignment, the renewal, the revival, all came out of what looked like a dead season that looked like nothing good could come out of it. And yet here we are. Wow, it's like a dream. And it's gonna give us shouts of joy. We're gonna say hallelujah because we're gonna be so overcome with the goodness of what God did. He kept us and he brought us through. And not only did he bring us through, but he enlarged the place of our dwelling. How amazing is that? The message puts it this way. It seemed like a dream, too good to be true. When God returned Zion's exiles, we laughed, we sang. That's how I'm going to feel when I get back to Ghana. I feel like an exile. I am returning home and I will laugh and I will sing. And I do believe my good fortune and you should too. It said that we were the talk of the nations and God was wonderful to them. They were all proclaiming. God was wonderful to us. He is wonderful to us. We are one happy people. And now God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought-stricken lives. And so, those who planted their crops in despair, know that you're going to shout hurrahs at the harvest. There's a harvest coming. We've just been in the preliminary setup for things to come. And we know that there's always chaos before a change. Chaos before change. Time and time again, the world started off that way. There was chaos and the Holy Spirit was brooding over what looked like nothing. But God spoke to it and it became something. The Holy Spirit is brooding again. He is brooding over his church. He's brooding over his people individually and corporately. And as he broods, he's breathing. I hope that right now you'd stop and just breathe it in. Breathe in the breath of life that he is extending to you. Breathe in the newness. Breathe in the refreshing. Breathe in the restoration. Breathe in the rejuvenation. Oh my gosh. Breathe in the revival that's on the way. And you are being positioned for that revival in an amazing way. So if you've gone off with heavy hearts, have an expectation of returning, laughing with armloads of blessings. Let us all begin to laugh and give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. What are we giving thanks for? We give thanks because we too are out of Egypt. Even as the lockdown begins to be lifted in different stages, we look forward to the full release, the full release of being able to gather to worship. 
being able to gather in uh, one another's homes. I believe that God is repositioning the church into uh, microorganisms that will then come together corporately in a very powerful way. But I think that in this season, he is taking the time to build us individually so that we are corporately strong, so that we become a movement a movement in the earth, a movement that convicts those who don't know him. It convicts those who have railed against God when they see what God has done in our lives and how he's brought us through and out, they too will rejoice and begin to praise God. So give thanks because we are out of Egypt. Proclaim it, believe it, receive it right now. We give thanks that we have not only survived, but thrived in the wilderness. We are thriving in the pandemic. We are coming forth better and richer for it. We are not coming out empty handed. We are making our way to the, to the promise and we have much in store, but even now we're laden down with the blessings of God. We are a wealthier people because of what we've been through and what we've endured. We give thanks that we are attaining the promise. Yes, it is in sight. I hope you can see it. If not, you need to close your eyes right now and get a vision of things to come. The things that God has written on your heart, the things that he's planted in your spirit, they will come to pass. All is not lost. We've just been shifted and repositioned to receive the things that he's promised. You know, sometimes we have to come to a full stop so that God can do an inner work in each of us to prepare us for the external. And so we take this time, we embrace this time. We're not chafing against this time. We're looking forward to the new while we head towards it. We have a vision of it in our minds and we've written it clearly so that we can run with that vision. We give thanks also that we're establishing lasting legacy for the generations to come. The young people behind us need us to leave a firm foundation for them to walk on. They're on fire. We've got to get on fire like them. Get fired up and ready to proclaim the goodness of God to the captives, to set the captives free. This new generation that's coming up is bold, uncompromising, and unwavering. And we're laying the foundation and we're handing the baton to them so that they step up and run the race. Oh yes, you see, because God has promised that we'll run and not grow weary, we will walk and not faint, and that the young men will dream dreams, will prophesy. There's so much to look forward to. It's a new season, and for that, we give thanks. We thank God for greater tomorrows. This is eternal progression. You know that if you're not moving, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're stagnating. And if you're stagnating, it means you're dying. Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. More abundant grace, more abundant mercy, and a glorious life. It said that in Ephesians that he set his heart on you for glorious living. That is God's determination for us. And for that, we give thanks for the life we've experienced thus far and that yet to come. Please bow your heads and pray with me. Heavenly Father God, we give thanks. 
We thank you for change. We thank you for newness of life. We thank you for new opportunities. We thank you for new designs and strategies for moving forward and building your kingdom and glorifying your name. I thank you for the leadership. I thank you for the wisdom and the insight and the vision that they have. I thank you that they understand the seasons and the purpose of it. I thank you that you, Holy Spirit, are the one laying mantles on each one right now that's been newly assigned, that you are pouring out your grace on them and that they will be fit for the journey, fit for the job. They will stand firm. They will be uh, fearless and resolute and they will walk in wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Lord, let them fear nothing. Let them be strong and courageous and let the people rejoice. Rejoice because they are righteous leaders. And it says that when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. And so, Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for TPH. We give you thanks for every single expression under that umbrella. We thank you, Lord, for the work that you are doing in, around, through, and for this people. I thank you that you've kept them this far and you are moving them up another level from glory to glory to glory. Enlarge their vision, enlarge their territory. For these things, we give thanks. We embrace all that you've assigned to us and we thank you for the privilege and the honor of serving you, such a great and mighty God. Oh, Father, we surrender to you in this hour. We say yes to your will and to your way. Our hearts are grateful to overflowing. We're grateful, God. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you thanksgiving in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. There is no other name. God bless you. I am so excited for this season you're in. I can't wait to join you again in person and love on you in person. And uh, just remember that God is with you. So be strong and courageous. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, man, for that word in due season. The word on repositioning is just the right word for us at this time. I've been blessed, and I believe every one of our viewers have been blessed. Thank you so much, my God bless and replenish you. It's our Thanksgiving service. It's time to come before God with joyfulness of heart. Come before him with thanksgiving, with joy in our hearts, with our dancing shoes, rejoicing before our God for all that he has done in our lives. I know you can testify that God has been good to you. I can testify that God has been good to me. Uh, we're going to be giving our Thanksgiving offering. The account details are on the screen. You can go ahead and give your Thanksgiving offering. And then we will go um, dancing before God in praise. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege to come and give you thanks for all that you have done. We see all that you have done in our lives. You have blessed us tremendously. We say thank you. As we come before you, we ask that our thanksgiving be acceptable before you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let somebody make some noise. If God has been good to you, can you stand up on your feet? And give God the praise that he deserves. Hey.
see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. Hey, there is nothing He cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Listen, He gave me victory. Oh, he gave me peace of mind. Hey, there is nothing He cannot do. Come and see the Lord is
offering is a sacrifice to God. Can you bring it to God right about now?
we rejoice in the Lord yet it, it's called the yet position in spite of this yet things are falling apart yet I will rejoice he said my worship doesn't depend on the things I listed he said yet yet it's easy to praise God you praise God when things are going well you praise God when someone gives you a car when you get a promotion but what God is seeking are worshipers though I don't see things happening yes I will praise God I will be joyful I will lift my hands I will give him praise what the enemy wants to do is stop a knowledge of God in the earth what the enemy wants to do is smash up the knowledge of God so that God is made redundant so that no one worships God but God is saying I have a remnant I have a people when nothing is working yet everyone lift up your hands today and worship him wasn't that just incredible Thank you so much for joining us for such an amazing service. Remember to connect with us on social media. Know that you can relive the experience from 4 p.m. today at TPH Media using our YouTube channel. Once again, we wish you an incredible month of September and thank you once again for joining us. God bless you. Amen.